0: welcome welcome all to another episode of your favorite podcast targo big week how you doing my bud this was a big
1: week man had lots of games during the week
0: a lot of games i'm excited to review them but first more importantly
1: what you drinking i am drinking buoy beer company from Estoria, oregon it's a cream Hmm. ale I have not had this one, so uh, this will be a... What kind of ale is it? Cream cream ale. ale.
0: Sounds milky.
1: They're hit or miss for me. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Not bad, not great. Okay. I
0: today have a Grimlock Porter from Lewitt Brewing Company out of Vancouver, Washington. Just want to show everybody who's watching on YouTube. Yeah, it does. Does have a Grimlock on it. I've never had it before. what a Grimlock is? I have no idea what a Grimlock is, but I assume that's what it is. Who knows? <laughs> I never had this before either, but I generally like porters. So, we'll see. Tastes uh, kind of like a mixture of a stout and a porter. It's your yeah. run-of-the-mill. Good, run-of-the-mill. bad.
1: Yeah, i drink it. I would say mine almost tastes like a Coors Banquet. Okay. Not Coors Light, but like a Coors Banquet.
0: Which is weird for a cream ale. Yeah. I think it's, it'd be more of a lager. It's not. Mm. Okay. Well, those are our brews. Let's get to some banter. Welcome to Brews and Banter. Today, we are covering the midweek games. The games that are ha- going to happen April 6th through 9th. And uh, because of uh, some of the rise of uh, some really good under-23 players, we're going to cover our rankings of the best under-23 players in the world right now. Top 10. Let's
1: do it, man. Let's
0: dive into it. We had some midweek games, some of great importance, some not so much. On April 3rd, we had Everton and Tottenham. This one ended in a draw, Targo. Well done. Well done. Told you, man. Everton yeah. at home. Uh, I Tottenham won't lie, away though. From London, <laughs> I won't lie. Everton looked the better team for very large portions of this.
1: Portions of the game, they did, man. I yeah, yeah. Maybe Sean Dice has them playing decent football. Yeah, and Tottenham are not playing some decent football, so it's kind of a mixture of the two. I would say it's
0: fantastic. Uh,
1: I will say though, Sean Dice
0: does not have their anger in check. Everton.
1: <laughs> Decoré, man.
0: Yeah, Decoré, straight red card in the 58th minute.
1: A hand won. in the hurricane's face. What was
0: he thinking?
1: He wasn't. That's what he was.
0: Sean Dyche was even you see the look on his face during yeah, the Yeah, like as soon like, as he
1: did it, he literally like put his hand yeah. over his face. Like, what are you doing? uh yeah.
0: But hurricane sure made a meal out of that, I will say.
1: I mean, you get a hand to the face, you're going to.
0: I wouldn't make that it much. It wasn't a soft hand. It, was, it was a hard. He
1: he went to push him and hit him in the face. I wouldn't be surprised if that that stung a little bit, especially if he caught him on the nose. Yeah, or in the eye. Oh. I mean, Harry Kane's got a big nose, man. So
0: he does. He
1: <laughs> does. You can tell when he talks.
0: So Michael Keane gave away a penalty. Was that eight minutes later? Yeah, Romero. Kane buried it. Romero. I mean, he did great to draw the foul.
1: I mean, yeah, he came in, snuck the ball away right when Kane went to clear. It kicked Romero. Definite foul. Yeah.
0: So, Harry Kane buried it in the Premier League. Come to expect that.
1: Uh, Not for England, though, huh?
0: No, not for (laughs) England. Uh, In the 88th minute, Lucas with a horde tackle on Michael Keane. Straight red card. Evened it up 10 men apiece.
1: Yeah, caught him high on the ankle. I don't, again, what was he
0: thinking? Like that was a very late tackle to begin with.
1: Late tackle. And like Keenan looked like it was just going to clear it. I mean, he wasn't, you know, it wasn't in a dangerous position.
0: And that's what Lucas is. Something short of 20 minutes he's played all season.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he hasn't come on very much.
0: And he's got a, a red card. Good for him. And then we get. Into the ninetieth minute, Everton seem like they're gonna get something, but would it be the telltale? They're gonna keep trying and not get anything. No, that man, Michael Keane, again.
1: He was a just one. In everything, wasn't he? He was he gave away a PK good and bad. Yeah, he and made up first PK man with a. I haven't I heard.
0: I haven't heard Goodison Park that loud in a long time.
1: No, I think they're liking uh, Sean Dyche as their new manager. I think they're liking the football they're playing at home. You know, they're winning games.
0: That's what they have to do.
1: Drawing games, every, I guess. Every point down. matters, So, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like uh, Sean Dyche has instilled, you know, a fight in the club and an identity, you know, whereas before they didn't really have that. So, I think yeah. that's that's good to see.
0: It is very good to see. However, the other side of the coin, Tottenham Hotspur,
1: Mm, pretty much the opposite of what I just said. No identity. I mean, who's going to be their manager? Who knows? So, yeah, I. it's tough, man, for that Tottenham team. You know, Antonio Conte, he kind of summed it up in some of his press conferences about that team. He's probably sitting at home like, told you.
0: I told yeah. you so. Poor Antonio Conte. He's probably like, good. I didn't want to be there anyways. <laughs> All right, on to the 4th of April. We had Bournemouth against Brighton. We both said this would go one way and one way only, and it did. 2-0 to Mm -hmm. Brighton. Evan Ferguson with the first goal with a wonderful back flick on 27 minutes. Man, can you believe this guy is only 18 years old?
1: Wow, that's fantastic. I didn't know he was that young.
0: Yeah, he's only 18. And he he seems to score every time he plays. It's crazy. He Brighton does, doubled yeah. the lead in second half extra time through Julio and Cisco. But Brighton had chances in this game. He they did, just didn't bury him.
1: Especially in the first half. Um Triore, man, had a chance one on one through through the goalie and he puts it wide, gets his shot wrong. You know, Solanke had some shots. So I Ormuth were in that game. I will say they that they were.
0: Yeah, I think the 2-0 scoreline kind of flatters Brighton. but
1: I, Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: But that win puts Brighton four points behind Tottenham Hotspur, who are in fifth, two games in hand still.
1: They can catch him. How them. far
0: does Tottenham fall, and how high does Brighton finish?
1: I think it'll kind of stay right there. I would like to see Brighton jump up, but I know they got a tough run of fixtures. So I, do. I don't know if they'll quite make it. Maybe it, it's going to be close. That's for sure.
0: They're playing some great football. That's that's for sure.
1: But man, that loss it drops Bournemouth down into the relegation zone with yeah. the other results that happened this week.
0: Yeah, takes
1: Everton or, out. Yeah, Everton that point away. Four teams
0: tied on twenty-seven points.
1: All oh, goal differential. That's how Bournemouth are in the yeah. relegation zone, man. Goal differential, it's going to, I think that could be a huge factor come the end of the season. I
0: 100% agree. And they all seem to play each other, so let's see. This is going to be crazy
1: either way. Yeah, so Everton getting a point at Tottenham, that's a a big point. It's a huge point. Speaking of huge points, next up we had
0: Leeds United against Nottingham Forest. Leeds United pulling out the
1: six-pointer with a 2-1 win. This was a huge game, man. Huge game. Leeds, you can tell, they kind of rested some of their players. You had mentioned that against Arsenal uh, during the weekend. And they brought them all back for this game, man, against Forrest. So I guess so it was a smart decision, right? It paid, paid off. off. Yeah.
0: Dealt one of their relegation rivals a blow and got them all the way up to 13th place. And honestly,
1: they dominated that game. They deserve was- to be winners.
0: Forrest... Didn't deserve the two-to-one scoreline, I don't think.
1: Honestly, no. Definitely think Leeds could add another one or two.
0: Yeah, I agree. Speaking of six-pointers, we had Leicester City against Aston Villa. Villa with another win, winning this one two-to-one. Ollie Watkins putting him ahead through a deft finish in the 24th minute.
1: More like stumbled it in. (laughs) Kind of fell over and just barely got his shot off, and it just... Trickled in painstakingly for uh, Lester. Yeah.
0: Jack Harrison got his uh, shooting boots on yet again, continuing his hot streak with the equalizer in the Harvey 20- Barnes, you mean? Yeah, you're right. Harvey Barnes. <laughs> you're looking I, at the
1: leads of forest. <laughs> I
0: was. Yeah. Guilty. Uh, but he did have a beautiful touch and a wonderful finish. Doing it all himself.
1: Dude, he made Ashley Young look old. Like He wasn't even there. He just blew I mean, past him. Ashley
0: Young is old. He is, and he made him look it. He made him look ancient. Yes. Uh, Kevin Dewsbury Hall got two yellow cards in six minutes, sent off in the 70th. And from there, Aston Villa just needed one miracle, and they got it through Bertrand Traore in the 87th minute. When Leicester City hit a square ball right on top of the box, went straight to him, and he
1: puts it where? The spiders make their webs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a beauty. It was a beaut. I'm almost tempted to say she's Butte Clark, but, you know, it's not quite, quite Christmas yet. Is that... A, but for one of these teams, it will be Christmas in
1: May, so... What reference is that? Is that... The Christmas family vacation?
0: Christmas vacation, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Shitter's full. Wester City that thought one. they had a penalty in the 90th minute because only Watkins was judged to have fouled Pat and Daca. It wasn't a foul. He
1: pushed Watkins. It was an opposite way yeah. foul. Yeah,
0: and then Daka fell over. So, yeah. right decision. Uh, five they wins and got six. one right, man. <laughs> I know.
1: Look at that. Put one in the win column there. <laughs> Ching.
0: It's rare when it happens, but I should start picking Arsenal to lose all the time. Yeah. And then they win every game because they get them wrong. Yeah. Five out of six for Villa. Man, Unai Emery coaching higher this season?
1: Probably, yeah. Abs- abs- uh, him or Ten Hag? Um, I don't know. I mean,
0: it taught, uh, Manchester United are
1: only three points
0: better at this point this season. Yeah, but they they got a trophy at
1: least. They got a League Cup. That is true. So that's something. Some might argue that's
0: not really a trophy, but it is a trophy, and it's silver, so it counts. It counts. It's still more than Tottenham has for the last thirty years. Next up, we had the big game, or for those of us who actually watched it, the big snooze fest again. Chelsea and Liverpool ended nil nil. Again. Yeah. Again, I mean, it wasn't
1: it wasn't a snooze fest, but it no, was. this one
0: was this one was much more entertaining. However, I will say Chelsea were easily the better team in this.
1: game. Easily, oh yeah, and, and you know that's kind of opposite of what we expected. One hundred percent. Either thought this would be a, well, we knew it would be a draw, but either that or maybe Liverpool could get a result. But yeah. Chelsea looked good, man. They pressed well, they defended well, they created chances, but they can't finish. <laughs> Any no. of those chances? None. No, I mean,
0: Kai Havertz thought he had a, a goal in the 50th minute and then you saw the replay and saw that he purposely hit it with his elbow to go into the I wouldn't goal.
1: say purposely, but it definitely came off his arm.
0: And went straight into the net. Can't yeah. do that. Yeah, their finishing was atrocious. I think I saw a video... I somehow missed it during the game where someone hit the ball up the sidelines for Enzo Fernandez. It hit him in the back of the head and went out of
1: bounds. Yeah, he was making kinda a run sum- down the kind of sums the up their season. Just saying. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I gave my immediate reactions on our TikTok. So if you guys aren't following us on TikTok, you should because you'll it's get plug real time reactions.
0: <laughs> and it's also on our YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. So make sure you check them out including our Facebook group. Let us know you saw it. <laughs> Give All right, it a on like. April 5th, we had Manchester United versus Brentford. I thought this would be a highly entertaining game. I'll be honest with you. It was not. No. And it won nil to United. Marcus Honestly, Rashford Brentford... got the only goal on the 27th yeah. minute.
1: Brentford looks really flat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Most of the most United squad looked really good. I will say Anthony looked garbage. Like, absolute dog shit.
1: Well, I know that's how you feel about Anthony. So. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I'm just saying it how I see it. He yeah. looked really bad. The yeah, that's true. You gave- he had a couple of good passes, but his shots on, well, shots at goal were awful.
1: <laughs> Towards the general direction of the goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways,
0: yeah. It was dumping rain, so I didn't expect great quality, but it's still Brentford were flat. They're away from home, so you kind of expect it from them. Sometimes United at home, you kind of expect them to win, but that one was it was not a great goal.
1: Yeah, it takes United game. up into fourth place, though. So It does for the great time being. For them. Rashford gets another goal. They were kind of struggling for goals United here the past couple games.
0: Yeah, it was a big goal for him. Kind of ends his little goal drought that he had. Little
1: but. mini one, yeah.
0: Next up, we had West Ham against Newcastle, and Newcastle finally found their scoring boots. Yeah. They won this one
1: 5-1. to one. I know, man. This was my only prediction I got wrong midweek. <laughs> it was this one. I, yeah, I thought West Ham maybe could get a draw. They came close. at
0: home at London Stadium, you would think, but yeah, Newcastle
1: are getting hot at the right time. I will say, man. So I'll kind of give you a little walkthrough of the game because I, I have my thoughts on this one. Newcastle almost conceded an own goal through Bruno Gimoresh in the first 50 seconds. <laughs> but then Newcastle, it was kind of all them six minute. Callum Wilson gets on the score sheet with a header. And then, if, you know, in the 15th minute, Jolinton beats an offside trap, gets one-on-one with Fabianski goes around them slots at home. And then West Ham got a goal off a corner from Kurt Zuma. And that was halftime. So they were in it at halftime, man. And then the second half started. And just right away, one of their defenders gets caught on the ball. I mean, it was just a comedy of errors from West Ham in the second half. And so he gets the ball taken away from him. themselves
0: in the foot, man. Yeah, it
1: was. And he just rolled it right across to an open guy. I think it was Cal Wilson again. Mm -hmm.
0: But, hey, that's three goals in two games for Cal Wilson after not scoring in... God knows how long. So I think
1: I saw he this. It was his 12th goal of the season, which is the most he scored for a club in one season.
0: Yeah,
1: so I used mean, to fire at
0: the beginning of the season, but he hadn't scored. I think since almost December, I want to say. My he's out hurt too, but.
1: But then Alexander Isak comes on, gets a goal again. Comedy of errors. Fabianski comes running out to try to clear the ball, and he just hits it off his thigh. And it goes straight to Isaac, who's just like, "Oh, thank you!" Takes it on the chest and just lobs it over a defender into an open net.
0: Yeah, Fabianski showing his Arsenal form.
1: Yeah, it was that was a again too, a terrible giveaway. And then the fourth one or the fifth one, whatever one it was, Jolinson just yeah <laughs> takes it around his defender and powers it to the far corner.
0: Yeah, great win for Newcastle. West Ham looked bad.
1: Yeah, I'm worried. We'll see when, when this episode airs if David Moyes is still there, man. I can understand a loss. I think he will loss, be, he will that be bad.
0: just because of their schedule the rest of the way out. I mean, they play Arsenal.
1: They have a tough little run really here. It. I can't remember who else they play, but they had a they have a tough little run. Let me look real quick. Because it's they're away... Their away form has been terrible. Yes. They've the last been thing they up...
0: needed, though, was their home form to get terrible.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong there. So their next game's at Fulham. And then they got they the Europa Conference there. League. And then they go to Arsenal. And then uh, they go to... Or no, they host Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Bournemouth. Then they host Liverpool. Then they go to Crystal Palace. And they go to Man City. So... And then they host Manchester United. So, no, that is not an easy run of games there, man. I
0: take it back. (laughs) I see uh, maybe three points. Maybe. That Bournemouth Bournemouth game,
1: yeah. Maybe Fulham, the way that Fulham have been playing lately. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah, so they they could be in some trouble. Yeah.
0: It'll be definitely a hard game to watch, that Fulham-West Ham game. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's get over to some cup games. First, we'll go to Germany. On April 4th, we had Bayern Munich against Freiburg. Upset. Yeah, I, on paper, you would be like, okay. I don't even have to watch this. Bayern Munich are going to win. Easy. No, they lost 2-1. to one. Yeah, shocked, shocked by a last-minute last penalty. penalty, man. Yikes. Yeah, yeah
1: when McConnell got the scoring underway in the 19th minute off a of corner. And then uh, Freiburg leveled through Nicholas Hoffler in the 27th with a golazo man, from way outside the box. Yes,
0: way outside the box. That was a beauty. Did you see Oliver Kahn's reaction to that goal. <laughs> it was fantastic. No, if
1: you haven't seen it, look it up. It is, I have not it seen it. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, man, Musiala gets a handball called against him, goes to try to block a shot, turns his back with his arms flailing every which direction. <laughs> Ball hits one of those. A ref called PK.
0: What is it? The wild and wacky flailing arm tube guy?
1: <laughs> you see it, Carlotte's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what he looked like. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, last minute penalty. Yeah. Byron
0: out? Byron out? And Freiburg had never won at the Allianz Arena. No.
1: So. Fantastic a result. Huge for them. win
0: for them, especially going forward in the season. <laughs> Next up, Frankfurt. Against Union Berlin, Frankfurt win this one. 2-0 off two goals by Kolomawani in two minutes. Yeah.
1: It was all Frankfurt, man, in that first half. Like Honestly, Union Union Berlin couldn't even get a kick of the ball. <laughs> at least they did a little better in the second half, but not enough. I mean, they're doing great to be where they're at. That's about it. Yeah.
0: For Union Berlin. Frankfurt on paper, they should be doing better than they have. Been. The
1: players they have, yeah, they have some good players on their team. All right, on April fifth, we had
0: Nuremberg against Stuttgart. Stuttgart getting the narrow one nil win in this one. Enzo Milwa or Milo, I don't know how to say it. Eighty third minute goal. Nuremberg are thirteenth in Bundesliga two.
1: So yeah, Stuttgart definitely should have won that. They're in, at least in the first division. <laughs> Right. I'll in last place.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then next up, we had RB Leipzig against Borussia Dortmund, the big game that we thought would be closer than it was, but it was 2-0 to RB Leipzig, who after their last game, I'll be honest with you, I don't think they stood a chance in this one.
1: Yeah. I honestly kind of believe you.
0: Yeah. Scored a goal in each half. Timo Werner getting the first one and Willie Orban getting the second in the 98th minute out of seven minutes of stoppage time. Can't tell I was watching that. (laughs) All right, over to Spain and the Copa del Rey. Targo, what do we have?
1: So on April 4th, we had Athletic Club against Osasuna. So this game ended 1-1. But on aggregate, ended two to one for Osasuna. Nike Williams got the scoring underway in the 33rd minute. And then at extra time, Pablo Ibanez gets the winner.
0: It's a huge win for a small club like Osasuna.
1: Yeah, that is fantastic for them. They'll be in the final. Against? Against, well, on the 5th, April 5th, we had El Clásico! El (laughs) Clásico! Barcelona against Real Madrid at the new camp.
0: Before you get into the score, I believe we both picked Barcelona to win this one.
1: We both picked Barça, but we wanted Real Madrid. Yeah, well, we got what we wanted. Because Real Madrid spanked them 4 0. Yeah. This was a this was an interesting game, man. So ended 4 1 on aggregate because Barca won at the Bernabeu. This was Barça's first loss at the new camp since October. Where they lost to Bayern Munich.
0: That's nuts.
1: Yeah, and honestly, in the first half, I feel like Barca were the better team.
0: Yeah, all the way up until the the first goal.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had more possession. I think I saw a stat. It was like 60-something percent possession in the first half. But yeah, it was in the 40, I think, second minute. Real Madrid, get on a break. Caught Barcelona. Vinny Jr., man, sneaks one in.
0: Yeah, it was a hell of a counterattack. I mean, Barcelona were on the attack, pepper in the goal, and all of a sudden, bam. Goal on the other end by Vinny Jr.
1: And then in the second half, man, Real Madrid came to play in that second it was half. The,
0: it was it was the Benzema show. That's what it was. In the it was
1: Benzema, half. it was Vinny Jr., it was Modric. It was, it was all of them, man. Yeah. And yeah, Benzema got the scoring underway with a goal in the 50th minute, and then he doubled the lead on a PK after Vinny Jr., sent uh, Frank Kessie through the wash cycle. It was a <laughs> yeah, terrible foul, still sitting on the field. It was a terrible foul, too. Like, <laughs> I mean, they had him double-team, Orujo and Kessie, and he just steps on his foot, catches his leg, just tries to assault him, man. <laughs> but yeah, Benzema steps up, scores the PK, and then guess what? He gets another one, Benzema in the 88 Another one. Beautiful assist from Vinny Jr., man. And Benzema just a little little def touch right over Tristagin as he comes sliding to try to get the ball. Yeah.
0: I mean, Benzema at this point is an ageless wonder. Man just can't stop scoring.
1: Yeah, and then the I'll oh admit the last ten minutes of that game were were feisty. Lots of fouls going on. Around the pitch, I was like, I don't think that we played a whole minute in the last ten minutes. It's every stoppage, man, it was it was almost <laughs> tough to watch. <laughs> but yes. yeah, the wheels fell off for Barca in that second half.
0: Well, I mean, at least they didn't get any red cards.
1: No, <laughs> that's
0: all I got. All right, let's go into our predictions for this weekend's games. Start in the English Premier League. All right. April 8th. Fresh off of their draw against Tottenham Hotspur, Everton go away to Manchester United.
1: I'm going to go with Man United, man. Old Trafford.
0: I'm going to go with the draw.
1: You want to go with that's the draw. a draw? I'm going to go with a draw.
0: I know I said Everton would only get maybe one point the rest of the season, and they already got it. They got it. <laughs> But you can't pick
1: them to win, man. You you have them going down. I do. Doesn't mean they're not gonna. It's just get a draw, I guess. Not win this game, but get a draw. I just the way Man
0: United's playing right now, and how feisty Everton is. I don't know, man. I got a feeling.
1: I got a feeling.
0: (laughs) 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 That Josh is gonna get his picks wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aston Villa against Nottingham Forest.
1: Nottingham, Nottingham, Nottingham Forest, Nottingham Forest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, Unai Emery t- has man. got Aston Villa home in. I'm going with Villa on this one. Villa at home. They look really good. Villa. Kelly Watkins is scoring lots of goals.
0: Yeah, Nottingham Forest are bad away from home. Villa, Purin, they're at home. Bill wins this game. Next up, what should be a spicy affair? Brentford at home
1: against Newcastle. Ooh, that should be spicy. I'm going to go with a draw. Okay. I'm going to
0: go with a Newcastle win. Newcastle have found their shooting boots lately, and it's actually finding the back of the net. I know Brentford at home is a completely different animal than Brentford away. But they have not been playing very well lately.
1: I disagree with you. I mean, they didn't play well against United, but I thought they played all right against Brighton. played okay
0: against Brighton, yeah. 3-3. But they're letting in goals.
1: They are. And I will say they're due for a win.
0: They are. But Newcastle, man,
1: they're getting hot at the right time. They are. You're not wrong. I think my prediction might be wrong on that one. I think you're right. Newcastle will get a win, but I'll stick with a draw.
0: Okay. Well, we'll see come our next episode.
1: Next up, Fulham against
0: West Ham. Surprise, surprise. This is at Craven Cottage. What do you think?
1: Uh, Fulham, man, they have not been playing well. It just I think I, I mentioned Mitrovic is serving an 8 match ban. Yeah,
0: it, it was 5 got upgraded to 8
1: for his push He'll in back for what the, the
0: last two games did. of the season.
1: I want to say West Ham get a draw. Okay. I
0: am also going to go with a draw. Okay. Yeah. I think Fulham missed Mitrovic too much. West Ham really need to pick up their performances. They need a win right before they go back into the conference league. I think they'll play with a little bit extra fire in that game.
1: I don't know why also in this, you know, in the game uh, against Newcastle West Ham, they didn't play Danny Ings. He went with Mikel Antonio, David Moyes.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think to me, I, I, I just Danny don't care Ings for Michael Antonio.
0: Seems like a no brainer in a relegation fight. Right? He's going to get those scrappy against the run of play goals that you need. Miguel Antonio is a very much hold the ball up and slow play down.
1: Now, nah, he likes to make those runs. He's a workhorse, man. He definitely he won't is, give up on anything. But, but he's more of a natural. I just don't think striker. he's as good as Danny Ings. Like yeah. his finishing, his dribbling. Fair, yeah
0: next up a six-pointer Leicester City against Bournemouth
1: this is a huge game man
0: huge game is that the king power
1: oh Leicester have to win this game they have to or they could be very well relegated
0: yeah I mean Bournemouth could go five points clear of Leicester City with a win
1: Leicester have to win this game. So I'm going to gonna go with Leicester.
0: I'm going to go to the draw. A try, I just,
1: a the draw. Draw helps no one there. <laughs> the way Bournemouth are playing right now,
0: I just don't see Leicester City being better than them. Yeah. With the way they're playing.
1: I haven't played terrible. So. It's.
0: I want to go bold, but I my picks have been so wrong lately. I'm not. <laughs> Next up. Tottenham against Brighton. This is a
1: uh, upper part of the table six pointer. Man, this could be the game that Verbal well gets your Brighton team into Europe. It could. They'll
0: they'll be three points back at Tottenham if they win with two games in hand.
1: If they win, they'll only be one one point back. Oh yeah,
0: one point. You are right.
1: With a game in hand. With two games in hand. With two games in hand. Yes, you're right. There. Yeah. I'm going to go for Brighton, man. Me too. Oh, no. That means I should pick Tottenham if you're picking.
0: (laughs) You know you don't want to pick Tottenham the way they're playing right now. Come on.
1: No, Brighton. I'm going to go. Yeah, Brighton. Sticking by it. (laughs) Moving on. We have Wolves against Chelsea.
0: (laughs) For those of you not watching, it's my Tears of Tottenham Fans Cup. So, that's why. Wolves against Chelsea. Is that the Molyneux? Do Chelsea continue playing the way that they have been? Or do you think Wolves are the team they usually are against big teams and put up quite a fight?
1: I think Wolves will put up a fight, but I do think Chelsea win this game.
0: Okay. I am. It's a one nil. uh, uh, uh. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go with the Wolves win. (laughs) I was going to go with the draw, but I've said that too much already. Next up. Southampton at home against Manchester City. Is this a route like it has been recently? Or is this Nottingham Forest for Manchester City all over again?
1: I think it's one way and one way only. (laughs) How much? I guess it's a better question. (laughs) How many goals do Man City win by, huh?
0: How many goals does Erling Holland get? If he's back, I guess. Should be.
1: Man, I honestly I can see this being a four zero. Four one five one scenario.
0: Flashbacks of six or nine, but yeah, happened too many times. In Southampton in the past.
1: I'll root for you, Manchester Southampton. Season. But I'm, I, I will have no too, hope. But for I you. have
0: zero hope. Sorry, <laughs> hopeless. Yeah, I pick Manchester City win. I hope it's closer. If it's one nil going into like the eighty fifth minute, then it could be a draw. But I don't think it will be anywhere near one nil in the eighty fifth minute. No. All right, April 9th, six-pointer, Leeds against Crystal Palace. Leeds are at home. Who you got?
1: Hmm. Leeds in Crystal Palace, 12th versus 13th. I don't want to say a draw, but I am. <laughs> two
0: for two. Roy Hodgson, two wins out of two. Man is back. Crystal Palace for the victory. All right. All right. Let's get to the big one. The one that everybody really cares about. At Anfield, Liverpool against first place Arsenal. Do we get the Liverpool that played against Manchester City or the team that lost to Bournemouth?
1: <laughs> they both lost. <laughs> they Sorry, both were bad. At Anfield,
0: the, the Liverpool against <laughs> City at Anfield.
1: Oh, okay. yes, (laughs) I was going to say, they just played Man City, man. and They lost terribly. no, No, not that game. Not that game. Honestly, Jurgen Klopp really needs Liverpool to do something here, man. After that game against Chelsea where they did not look the better team. We'll see if he can. I mean, their performances of late have not been good. Arsenal are humming, scoring lots of goals in all their games. Gabriel Jesus is
0: back and he's on fire. But Anfield yeah, no, also. Trossard, Mercurial man off the bench. I'm sorry. Liverpool no, man. He, fans. He's
1: starting for me.
0: <sighs> no, not over Gabriel Martinelli. and Bukayo I'm starting
1: soft. Trossard over Gabriel Jesus.
0: Oh, that's not what I expect you to say. Yeah. But, yeah. My he's comment, playing. I I mean, commented a couple of episodes Trossard, ago. Man?
1: How do you my my comment a couple episodes ago. I, I know. I, I was just about to say, I'm eating my comment. I was like, yeah. oh, man, Gabriel Jesus, He's a shoe-in. Yeah, but No. no, We have no trust hard to play that well. Man.
0: Yeah, whoever plays up front, I don't care who it is, Arsenal win
1: this game. So. I mean, what a fluid front four they got there to choose oh, from. It's amazing. It's amazing. But man, Anfield's always been a bugaboo stadium for Arsenal. It has been. The past few but years. But
0: still have a lot of different stadiums this season. I know they haven't played at the Etihad yet, so that one we'll talk about later. But they've been as soon as someone puts doubt against this team, they proved everybody wrong this season. Oh, they have all season. Every Everyone's
1: game. waiting for their slip up. I mean, they and had it a takes little VAR
0: one. and terrible refereeing to turn it the other direction. So <laughs> I'm only referring to one game. So
1: yeah, I mean, they still had a couple losses to Everton and Man City, but yeah. But that was those their ones, blip.
0: Those ones were deserved. Well, maybe not the Man City, but those their own mistakes. They shot themselves in the foot.
1: But I'm, a, I'm I want to go Arsenal, man. But I just got to say, Mikel Arteta, man, he just cannot lose this game. Just don't lose.
0: So, you you picking a draw then?
1: No, I'm gonna go Arsenal win.
0: All right, I was just checking.
1: Next up, we're going to go I over take it you're to- also going an Arsenal win? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I said it like four times now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to speak it into existence. How many more times do you want me to say it?
1: <laughs> A thousand more if it happens. <laughs> okay, I will
0: say it, but not on camera for the listener's ears, okay? Okay. All right, we're going to fly over to Spain and La Liga. Kick off the weekend. wow, well, I guess, yeah, the weekend on the 8th with Real Madrid against Villarreal.
1: Yellow submarine, man! They're coming off a a good win against yeah. Real Sociedad. They, they're in good form. Via yeah, Real, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends in a draw. Yeah, uh, it could very well happen. Real Madrid are going to be.
0: I mean they they played midweek. Villarreal didn't. Are they going to be have some sea legs? I don't know. Running so much.
1: You never know which Real Madrid team you're going to get in La Liga. Especially playing
0: against Barcelona midweek. It's a huge game for them, and it take it takes a ton of emotional energy. Are they going to be up for this game? I don't know. I'm going to go draw.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, on the ninth, on April 9th, we have Rayo Vallecano against Atletico Madrid. Rayo Vallecano is in 8th, Atletico in 3rd. One way.
0: One way only.
1: And one way only, yeah. Yeah. Atletico, man, they're in such good form. Man, they're on fire right now. Antonio Dude, Griezmann yeah. looks like the Griezmann of five, six years ago. I think they definitely got that third place on lock. Potentially could catch Real Madrid if they have any more slip-ups. Potentially.
0: Which would also bring the title closer to Barcelona.
1: Yeah, it would. I mean, it's. I, I think we already kind of Speaking like, of Barcelona. It's probably theirs. Yeah. <laughs> On the 10th,
0: they play Girona. They're
1: at home. 1-0? 1-0 to the Barca, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Either way, Barca continue their winning streak, and I think it probably will be a lot more than 1-0 because they will be very upset about the game midweek.
1: Yeah, this could be a 2 or 3. Yeah. All right, over to the
0: Bundesliga on April 8th, we got Bayer Leverkusen against Eitrack Frankfurt. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, both teams. Sixth versus seventh. Especially Bayer Leverkusen been on fire lately.
1: And Frankfurt, Frankfurt have not been in good form in the Bundesliga. Yeah. This, a win here could put Leverkusen up into sixth. I'm going Leverkusen, man. I'm flying high in Leverkusen. I am too.
0: Florian Wurtz is one of my favorite players to watch. He is so fun. Xavi Alonso have got has got them purring right now. Perfect time of the season. I I can't see past them. Next up, Borussia Dortmund against Union Berlin. Both teams have been very inconsistent of late, especially after Borussia Dortmund won what, 10 games in a row to start the yeah.
1: year? So this is second versus third. Mm-hmm. If Union Berlin win this, man, they jump into second. But I, I don't never think they thought
0: do. I would hear those words spoken ever,
1: by the <laughs> way. I don't think they do, though. I think Dortmund get the result. Yeah.
0: This is at home. Dortmund get the win here. Next up rematch Freiburg against Bayern Munich. This time, Freiburg's at home. I think
1: Bayern Munich are going to be out for blood.
0: <laughs> Shark in the water, huh? <laughs> yeah. I agree. This is a league. It's a whole different animal. Whole different animal. I don't I don't think Freiburg's stand any chance in this game. No. Next up, Hertha Berlin against RB Leipzig. Leipzig have been uh, suspicious away from home.
1: Yeah, they've been uh hot and cold, but Hertha man, they're they're down at the bottom in sixteenth place. So I, I gotta give it to Leipzig.
0: Yeah. I hope Leipzig win. Uh, uh, yeah, I better not pick any more draws. I'm going to go Leipzig. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up, Italy. Serie A Italy. on the seventh. Salernitana against Inter Milan. Which Inter Milan team is going to show up?
1: I don't know. I'm going to say they win, though. They're on three losses in a row in Serie A, so they're they're two for a win. <laughs>
0: they, they really are. Uh, I get, I'm going to go with whoever they start up front is going to decide who wins the game.
1: If it's Martinez or Lukaku.
0: Yeah, if it's Lukaku, I would go a draw or a loss. If it's Martinez, I think they win. Next up, Lecce against Napoli. Napoli fresh off getting spanked by AC Milan.
1: Yeah, Lecce, man, they're in sixteenth, so I expect Napoli to get some revenge after that loss. Yeah.
0: Despite Osiman playing or not, I don't care. I think. Napoli wins this one.
1: They still got Cavaradona.
0: Yes. (laughs) Next up, AC Milan against Ampoli.
1: A C Milan continue their hot streak. Hopefully. So I'm gonna pick them to win. Honestly, the way they played against Napoli, man, that was amazing. Some of the performances they had uh, with their players. Rafael Leal looked played out of his skin, dude. He looked fantastic. I mean, that's almost what we've come to expect from him at this point. Except for it hasn't been as consistent. So we'll see if he can keep up the consistency. I sure hope so.
0: He's been on fire of late. Next up on the 8th, Torino against AS Roma.
1: Torino and Roma. I'm gonna go
0: Roma. I'm gonna go draw.
1: Yeah, I kind of wanted to pick draw just because no. it's not in Rome.
0: <laughs> I, I don't wanna. I don't wanna say the word draw again, but I have to. That's what my brain says. All right, the big game in Italy of the weekend: Lazio against Juventus. Lazio are sneakily good this season.
1: They yeah, kinda of just ended up in second place, didn't they?
0: Yeah. I'm
1: going Lazio, man. I'm I'm loving the way they're playing. They're in fantastic form. I mean, so have Juve. They've been in pretty good form. But uh Lazio man. I'm going with them. I'm gonna go a Juve win
0: in this one. I just think they're they're gonna prove everyone wrong. I don't think they're going to win the Europa League, but I do think they qualify for the Champions League through this area. Oh. I well, think they got jump. some points to make up. I think, they'll. Ju- well, everybody else has been super inconsistent and they're just <laughs> creeping up the table. You're
1: not wrong. Like, they definitely have a shout to get into that Champions League spot. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: especially the way Inter, Roma, and Atalanta have been playing. And Even they're not AC far Milan.
1: off. Huh? Even AC Milan, oh, though, yeah. they've been playing.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I mean, if you look at all the teams from uh, ahead of Juve from sixth to third, they only have two wins out of five games, their last five games. So they're dropping points.
0: Yeah. Juve's been on fire lately. So, all right. Switching gears the rise of players like Kavishelia, Makai Osaka, Gavi, Jamal Musiala. I can keep going, but we don't have enough time. We wanted to rank those up-and-coming players or those who already are there but have even higher potential that are 23 years old and younger. So, Targo. I mean, there's probably, what, 20, 30 players we could put on this list? Oh, for sure. We had to cut it down to 10 for the sake of everybody else listening. Well, to I'm going to do right.
1: five honorable mentions as well.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. How I'll about start- we start with five honorable mentions each? Cause I have okay. a list of probably 15. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I noticed that. That's why I said five. <laughs> so my honorable mentions would be Phil Foden, who's 22 plays at Manchester city. It's crazy. He's only 22. It seems like he's been around for years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another honorable mention is going to be Gavi, 18, plays for Barcelona.
0: And starts for Spain.
1: Starts for Spain, starting for Barcelona.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, my other honorable mention is going to be Florian Vertz, 19-year-old, who plays for Bayer Leverkusen, who's been tearing it He's up since stud, he got back from injury. Yep. Yeah. My other honorable mention, my fourth one, is Enzo Fernandez, 22-year-old, plays for Chelsea. Just got signed with them for big
0: money. He's got a lot of potential.
1: And he looks good, man, playing for
0: Chelsea. I think think he went to the wrong team, yeah.
1: Honestly, he looks like their best player at times.
0: Easily. easily.
1: And my other honorable mention is Gabriel Martinelli, 21-year-old Brazilian, plays for Arsenal.
0: Yep, another player playing out of his skin this season. Okay, so I'm going to go with five different ones that you didn't mention. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's go with, I guess we'll start with Ansu Barcelona, 20 years old.
1: I think he's a stud, Barca. man.
0: Barcelona have got so many good young players. Oh, just so sell many. sell all the old ones. You'd be just fine. <laughs> I need to get rid <laughs> no, of the No, they only... got them on free transfers. Right? <laughs> Next up, let's go with uh, Jurian Timber of Ajax. Defender. center back, 21 years old. Most people haven't heard of him, except for Eric Ten Hag, who seems to always be linked to him. (laughs) He is a stud. He's Dutch. He's fantastic. He went
1: with the Dutch national team to the World Cup.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with players that are not in your top 10 as well. So, okay. Uh Goncalo Ramos, 21 years old. Uh supposed to be the uh, replacement for Cristiano Ronaldo, but he still keeps playing for Portugal.
1: Yeah, plays at Benfica. I think he mm-hmm. gets a move here soon, man.
0: I agree, and it will be a very expensive move. Next up Moises Caicedo, Brighton. He's He is a workhorse, man. He reminds me a lot of Claude Makélélé.
1: Yeah, he's a good midfielder. He's uh, Ecuadorian.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, what is that? That's four.
1: Number five.
0: Hold on, I got to double check. Okay, he's in your list. Okay. Nuno Mendez of PSG, 20 years old, left back for PSG. I said that already. He's French. <laughs> there you go.
1: All right, well, I'll start with my number 10 best player I think under 23. And that is Rodrigo at Real Madrid. I honestly wasn't going to put him on my list, but the way he's been playing these past couple weeks, man, he's good.
0: He's really good. He was in my honorable mentions, which is why I had to skip over him a couple of times cuz I just wanted to Yeah, say it.
1: only 22 years old, Brazilian. My he's number 10. Fantastic player.
0: Gabriel Martinelli, Arsenal left winger, 21 years old.
1: My number nine is another Real Madrid player, Eduardo Camavinga, 20 year old Frenchman. I think the guy's a stud, man.
0: So good. 20 years old. He's so good. (laughs) My number nine is Gavi. Also a stud. Also really good. Also starts for Barcelona.
1: And also 18. Crazy. And also 18. So my number eight is a Canadian. Alfonso Davis. Left back for Bayern Munich.
0: May I go as far to say as this is the only player in North America in your top 10? I
1: think you're right. Do you have any player from North America in your top no, I don't, <laughs> dude. It seems like he's been around for forever.
0: It does, but he started when he was like seventeen.
1: Only Just twenty-two.
0: hired Munich. So
1: yeah, but fant- honestly, probably one of the best left backs in the world.
0: one hundred percent. My number eight is uh, your number nine, Eduardo Camavinga. Okay. He, I can't believe he's still only twenty. Same, same thing. He's been around forever. Real Madrid signed him when he was seventeen.
1: So, wow. My number seven, man, Kavice Cavarcellia, the Georgian who plays for Napoli. I probably would rate him higher. If I. it's honestly, it's only been his first season with Napoli, and it's been a fantastic season, but I want to see one or two more great seasons. And then I think I'll rate him, you know, a little bit higher.
0: I was going to say, I'm very surprised you rated him so low. Really? Very. Yeah. <laughs> He's a stud, man.
1: He Oh, he looks fantastic this season, but I want to see I want to see a couple of one more season at least, uh, you know.
0: Well, my number 7 is you're going to have the same feelings. You are. Jamal Musiala. Mm, yeah. Number 7, 20 years old, Bayern Munich. For a lot of people they first saw him at the World Cup tearing it up for Germany being their best player. The rest of the German team didn't tear anything up except for their tickets to the next game where they're sitting (laughs) in the stands. But
1: You're right. I do have him higher. Yeah.
0: I figured you would. I know you love him.
1: That's my number seven. Only 20. All right. So my number six is Pedri. Mm. Which again, mm -hmm. surprised you ranked him so low. It's just it's tough man there's a lot of good players that are <laughs> that age 22 23 Pedri's only 20 I know But yeah he hasn't Resurgent, done much this season I it seems bad. like he's been hurt at least the past little while so we'll see yeah, but, but yeah, arguably I mean, still... besides
0: Lewandowski he's Barcelona's best player arguably
1: Yeah eh, Terstogen I would I would All say right. My number six
0: is the little chili himself, Bakaio Saka, twenty-one years old. You can't help but love the guy.
1: You yeah, can't. it seems like
0: just a nice he's person. always got a smile on his face. Seems like the most humble dude ever. I he's he, he's come nowhere near his potential. And it's very exciting, especially if you're an Arsenal fan.
1: Surprised you don't have him higher, Mr Mr. yes. Giner.
0: Yes, I know, but I I don't think he's there yet.
1: He's arguably the best right winger in the world.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Left winger, (laughs) on the other hand, it's a lot of those.
1: There is a lot of good left wingers. Yeah. All right. So my number five, Jude Bellingham.
0: What? 20-year-old.
1: English player plays He's fifth, what? man.
0: You got something against center mids, man.
1: I just think he hasn't done a whole lot here in the past few games. Okay, a few games, how about the last couple of years? <laughs> I'll man, he played fantastic for England at the World Cup. But He's I just been Dortmund's
0: best player since Lewandowski left.
1: Yeah, he has. I won't disagree That was a with long you, but... time
0: ago. It was a long time ago.
1: I just think He's there the are only... players.
0: He's better only than only 19 man. Anyways, my for number example, five
1: is Vin- For example, I think if for Liverpool, if they were to go get Jude Bellingham, I don't think he would solve their problems. I still think they would have an well, no. issue.
0: One player will not solve Liverpool's problems.
1: Well, and I think a lot but of if these you other put him players
0: Manchester city, no one's going to beat Manchester city ever.
1: Well, I think these players above him can be those difference makers in games.
0: Okay. My number five is Vinny Jr., 22 years old. Real Madrid, Bar- Brazil, he's a star of the Brazil team because Neymar's hurt all the time. <laughs> Besides Benzema, he's the star of Real Madrid. He's amazing, and he can't believe he's only 22. All
1: right, my number four, man, Bukayo Saka. Little chilly. The Arsenal player. He is uh 21 years old, and like I said, I think he's a he's a big game difference maker.
0: He he is, and I'll be honest with you. The only reason I didn't rank him higher is because he plays for Arsenal. And I reverse want there, huh? Completely <laughs> biased, so.
1: Well, I will be, man. I think Saka, one of the best young talents in the world. 100%. One of the best right-wingers in the world right now. Yeah. He's my number four. Uh,
0: I will say this football is going to be very exciting for a long time. So I'm very excited about that. My number four is Kavicha Kvarshelya. I just seeing the way he is on the ball and the balls he plays in the players. He's so good.
1: Yeah, man. I don't he's know one found dribbler. him before
0: Napoli did. I'll never know. Right. I'll never know. <laughs> Ten million. He's
1: playing in Georgia, his home yeah. country. Yeah.
0: I I'm gonna say it now. So those of you who don't hear this episode that watch our later episodes, he is my signing of the season by far. Like it's not even close.
1: Yeah, he's he's been fantastic for sure. All right, so my number three. You know I rate this player highly, man. Jamal Musiala, twenty year old German, plays for Bayern Munich.
0: He's so good though. I just. Yes, I rated him lower, but honestly, you could put anyone from probably my number three to my number seven and interchange them, and no one's gonna bat an eye. So
1: yeah, you really could with all these players. Honestly, they're they're all just fantastic, and we just we have to put them in a number list. So could because be random. that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. My
0: number three is Pedri. He's amazing. The fact that he He's I mean, he's only 20 and he's been the best player for Spain for at least the last two or three years. It's insane.
1: Mm, I don't know about that long, but he's definitely been a fantastic player. At least two, at least a couple years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which would have put him at 18 when he was the best player in Spain. I'm just saying it's nuts. He's so good. Barcelona, again, that's what their youth system does, is they create and unearth gems. He's another one.
1: All right, so my number two is your number five, Nusius Jr., man. I think the guy is a stud. I think he he's is. so good. He is. He's probably the best left winger in the world, potentially. Him and Cavarcelli, I can probably battle that out. But I love Vinny Jr. I mean, Jr., Vinny man. Jr.
0: has been doing it for a lot longer. So I'll, I'll give you that.
1: He's been doing it for a lot longer. Yeah. He's, you know, 22, but man, he's just some of the moves he pulls going past defenders. He's cre- he, such a creator. His a are
0: so fast.
1: Yeah. So fast. I, I love watching Vinny Jr. on the ball, man. That's fun. Yeah.
0: It really is. My number two, Erling Holland, the goal machine, the robot, whatever you want to call him. He's 22. He's going to score a lot of goals for a lot of years, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think he'll score more goals than Cristiano Ronaldo in Europe.
1: Potentials could be there, man.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right. Number one. He's your
1: number two, but he's my number one, Erlene Holland. <laughs> he's your number two, <laughs> but he's number one in our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy's just a goal machine, man. He's He knows where to be inside the box at all times. Just, yeah. If
0: FIFA doesn't have him as a 100 in attacking positioning, they're smoking (laughs) something.
1: Yeah, he's great. I like, I mean, he's, I remember watching him for, was it Salzburg? Mm Mm-hmm. Then he went to Dortmund, now at Man City, and he's just scoring goals for fun. He's a cheat
0: code, man. Speaking of cheat codes, my number one, Jude Bellingham. He is, I have, I mean, I know you got something against midfielders, and I know they're not the flashiest players, but man, he controls a game. The way he stands out for England is amazing. The way he controls that Borussia Dortmund midfield, when he doesn't play good, the whole team doesn't play good.
1: I guess you're not wrong
0: there. And he's only 19. That's the wild part. 19 years old, which is ultimately why he's my number one instead of Erling Holland, is because he's only 19. And his potential is... I can't wait to see what he turns into. And I'll be honest with you, I hope he doesn't go to Liverpool because it's not going to be great for his career unless they put better players in the midfield around him.
1: I could see him at Real Madrid, though, with Camavinga oh, and Tuchemini.
0: That would be... Like Galacticos.
1: That would be what Modric, Krois, and
0: Casemiro were. Yeah, Modric, and Jude Bellingham? I'm sorry. <laughs> Ain't nobody beating that team. Vinny Jr., Rodrigo, Benzema, he's still there. It's just unfair. Yeah. I'm sorry, Barcelona. It, it just wouldn't be fair.
1: But, but those are our top ten players, twenty three and under. Let us know on our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Who do you think are the best players under twenty three? We want to know. There's don't a lot of them. To, yeah, there are a lot of them. That's for sure. We'll we'll have to go younger here. Maybe do it under twenty one. I would Feed love out to some of these players. That'd be fantastic. And maybe we should do like an over thirty. That would be interesting. You don't see that very often. No. Maybe we
0: do that. Maybe like a over thirty two. Because that seems to be like the magic age where players kind of fall off.
1: We'll have to talk about that. Yeah, and but if that you could do be thirty
0: two, then Van Dyke is nowhere near that list. I guess <laughs> thirty, he probably wouldn't be either. But,
1: but don't forget to check out our red bubble. Get the merch. We appreciate that you guys supporting us. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers.